Welcome again to Relative Reaction. We are on episode 16. I'm your host, Travis. And I'm Mama Brian. We are so excited to have you back. It yep, feels yep. good to be back recording. Yeah. I was, <laughs> if you remember, it would have been two, uh, two episodes ago now. Yep. I was talking about how I was on my way over to a wedding. So last week's episode was kind of recorded, but early and then edited at a different time. Everything was like out of out of the normal time yes. cycle. It wasn't on the normal days. It, it feels like forever since we've it done does. a podcast. It like another three days and it felt like it's been forever now. <laughs> yeah. So it is very nice to be back recording. I can breathe now, so that's Yay. changed just the last couple of episodes. I can actually <laughs> fully breathe and speak without sounding <laughs> like I'm talking through my nose. It's amazing. <laughs> How have your, how's your week been? I have had a wonderful week. I went and watched the fights on Saturday night. Who they I think were horrible. I truly don't watch much UFC. I love sports. UFC I've never really gotten too much into. I did see the interview though of that Derek whatever guy. I can't remember. His, I can't remember I can't his last remember. name. It's Derek something. Yes. And that was possibly <laughs> the funniest thing. That was the highlight of the fight. That right could get me in UFC. That right there. If you promised me that with every match, <laughs> I would watch the fights faithfully. When you, well, first off, when you take your pants off after a fight, you've grabbed, you've yeah. grabbed attention. And then secondly, yeah, yeah, when yeah. questioned about that, your only response is, oh, my balls was hot. <laughs> he was honest. My attention is now even more grabbed. And then he goes on to talking about Trump called me to beat up this Russian motherfucker. And, and he's over there about, do you think you can have a title shot now? This this makes you probably the strongest contender out there. He's, I think my black ass needs to get some cardio. I can't breathe right now. I can't think about no title shot. I can't even stand barely. <laughs> He was just going on and on and talking it about. It was great. Can I, can I come on your show and smoke some weed in a couple weeks? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, he that was, was quite the most entertaining <laughs> interview I've ever seen. That was actually probably the best life. match too. Was his? That's what I heard. At in all honesty, like after I, I watched the interview, I heard that it was yeah. honestly probably the best match that went down to the last minute. So. Oh gosh, yes, last seconds. That was it. Was an amazing interview. I mean, I had a great time getting to go up and be in the wedding. It went over beautifully. It was such a nice way. It really was a nice wedding. That's good. The area was I'm glad. Like, the place they had it at was really beautiful. It overlooked the Mississippi. It was it was really nice, I must say. And, and you then, stopped in uh, Wisconsin on your way back? Yes, which this week I am actually drinking a Wisconsin beer that I brought back with me called Spotted Cow, which yeah. is absolutely amazing <laughs> if you ever go to wisconsin and fi or find yourself up in that area you have to get this glaris new glaris brewing company and it's spotted cow and it is amazing <laughs> I, absolutely delicious i like the name yes that's one of the reasons why i first tried it but it turns out to be a really good beer as well very wisconsin-y but no, i had a fun i mean we had a fun trip out there we carpooled with two of our friends that were in Virginia, so they came up, like, met us in Pittsburgh, and we all drove out together, which Sweet. made the drive so much easier going out there. <laughs> it didn't so much seem fun. nearly as long. Oh, yeah, we all had fun and laughed, Good. and we went up to Madison to drop them off because they were taking a different route back because they couldn't stay the couple of days in Wisconsin like we did. But So we ate in Madison real quick before we left, and then 
Went over to Milwaukee for a few days. It was fun. It was a really nice trip. So it sounds like it, it. it was. It was really nice. Does. Even for being a wedding, and you have so much going on. Uh, like we were talking about, I was the best man, so I was trying to help him be part of everything. Right. It never felt like overwhelming. I mean, more than as much as a wedding can be not overwhelming. But it was a really nice time. And the wedding couple deserves nothing but happiness. They're both very sweet people. Yes, it was a it was a really good time. So I mean, I'm coming off that high, and then I came back and immediately went straight back into work a couple hours <laughs> after I got back in. <laughs> so that was crazy. And back to the grind. Hey, my wife did it, man. She she had even less than me. Not that I had much time, but she had even less time than I did before she had to be back. But it it worked out well. It was a great great getaway. So, uh, as always, before we go too far into it, mm-hmm. make sure you go over to our social media. Please shout us out on social media. We oh, love yeah. to hear from you. We have our Facebook Relative Reaction. We have mm-hmm. our Twitter Relative Reaction. We have our Gmail account. If you don't do social media, that's fine. Right. We have email. Go look us up at rel- or, uh, Relative Reaction 2018 at gmail.com. We got you covered. So any way that you want, can think about getting in contact with us, we want to hear from you. Yep. And on that note, definitely go check us out on iTunes or podcast store, whatever the hell it's called right now. The little podcast logo <laughs> on your iPhone, <laughs> iPad, whatever you're using. Please go take that 30 seconds, sign in, give us five stars, comment. It helps us tremendously in the ratings yes. of trying to go up in this Amazingly. world. Uh, I think that's all it helps us get on so many other things. I know we're on yes. Spotify as well now, but those ratings really help us get seen in that world. And that's a giant world to be seen in. So the more people rate us, the more our name gets up. Yes, that is amazing. So, but make sure you're talking to us. We do want to hear from you. I know oh, sure. I, I'm excited to jump in this week. I, me too. Me too. Those I'm couple of days threw me all off. I am ready. I was, ready to I go was getting swimming in the podcast pool. I was. I was getting into that. I hadn't been in a party. I'm like, man, I want to go. I'm feeling better now so I can breathe. It's easier. Like, this is amazing. I want to do this. Uh, and I will honestly say, while I was on vacation, I know this is kind of backtracking. We need to eventually move on. But you know, we'll get there. It's my show. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> we make the rules. It's our shit. That's right. Damn it. But I got to go to two of the coolest bars I've ever been into in my life. And if anybody knows me, I'm not much of a bar person. It's just not my style. I don't like that. I like my occasional beer. I don't like the bar scene. It's too many people. It's too much. Uh, I'm not into it. But I got to go to two of the He's not into bars. socializing. That's why. Go ahead. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but we went to one in uh, in Iowa on during the bachelor party because it was the guy that got married. It was his favorite place to go to. It was called Oddfellows. Or, yeah, called Oddfellows. Okay. One of the funnest bars that you could possibly go to. Sweet. Went and saw this amazing comedian beforehand. Then we went over to this bar, uh, and it has all kinds of games everywhere. Now, games like you forgot about, like Simon's, uh, the little Simon thing. Oh, yes. They had like a bop it. Operation. I was playing one guy with Operation. <laughs> because what is better when you are drinking alcohol? Than to try to keep your hands steady. Exactly. They had a random, uh, like a dice game. They had giant Jenga out back. They had a ping pong table. Uh, they Ooh. had cornhole. Oh, that they sounds like all fun. this stuff all around the bar. It wasn't set up like it was a sports area. Like it was just at, like the bar tables. Every bar table had like a little game on top of it. There was a little room with a ping pong table. Like it was stuff like it was so much fun. It was such a fun place. And they give you all these hats so you can take a picture and it uh, 
like it's put up on their wall and they have one of the old cameras that oh yes an old polaroid Polaroid. thank you i don't know why i couldn't think that word there (laughs) but they have like a polaroid so you can do it so we all got a picture in a group and you know got to put it up there as well all wearing crazy hats it was a fun place and just when i thought i found a bar that i finally like we go up to milwaukee and my wife wants to take me to a bar (laughs) <laughs> which is weird very you think i don't like bars <laughs> my wife hates them even more and she doesn't even like alcohol <laughs> so which i i think is weird personally so now we're like two strikes she wants to go to bar. I'm like, she wants to do a what hey, I'm, uh, all right like it's gotta <laughs> if, be worse if you want to and it was called the safe house and there's one in milwaukee and there's one in chicago i guess too they opened up one it was also one of the most fun. It's all spy themed. There's oh crazy hidden features throughout the entire place. Uh, like it, I know in the women's restroom, uh, she was telling me that there's I guess like a little picture or whatever of like a naked man and there's a, a metal plaque covering up where his penis would be. And if you like move it a little bit, it gives you a puff of air and it sounds an alarm that you can hear through the whole place. Oh, that's cool. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, I mean, there was like, I'm trying to think of like all the, there was I would like that bar. Yeah. There was different puzzles throughout the place. There was one, I guess, if you ask like the first seat, uh, they they give you this giant chair in the middle of the room that goes down underground and they make you do crazy shit. There was a magician at one bar. It was like a bar and he was also a magician. I mean, he was a bartender and also a magician. Easy for you to say. Right? So he was doing, like, card tricks, you know, while he's pouring drinks. You That's have, cool as hell. It was. And then the coolest part of it all, the entrance is in this little back alley place. And you, to get in, you have to know a password. Now, you don't know the password. That's fine. You just got to do whatever that guy says, and he'll, he'll let you in. How do you find out the password? Ancient Chinese secret. You just got to know. That's cool. I like that. So, See, I'd go since, there. Since I didn't know the password, my wife did, because she had been there previously. I did not. So I had a, he gave me two of these, like, um, like samurai swords, like mini samurai sword things. And I had to do three ninja moves with them. Oh. And he had to approve them. And then I was let in through the secret ninja door. Master. And you get to go down this hallway into the actual bar. Oh, that is cool as hell. It was, it was so much fun. I must say. I like that. I would do, I would go there in an instant. They should have more bars like that. Yes. It was that's why I said I am not a bar person. I found two bars that I absolutely loved and had a blast at. That's so I mean, if you're ever in Dubuque, Iowa, which God only knows why, but go to Odd Fellows. <laughs> if you're ever in Milwaukee or Chicago, go to Safe House. Amazing, amazing bars. Oh, and that means we have updates. And yeah. when I say we have updates, I mean plural. It is update palooza right now. <laughs> Go ahead. What's our first update? Okay. Um, I had done a story on homelessness, and it was my belief that a high percentage of homeless was also mentally ill, but I didn't have the statistics. So I went and I looked it all up and dug around and... Yeah, you know, played for a bit and all that good stuff. And I found out some statistics. Of 45% of all homeless have some form of mental illness. 
and 25% of those have serious mental illness. Which I find very interesting, and you will realize why later when I get to go into one of my stories. Actually, hints on some of uh, something that fits in with that statistic. So, I just cool. thought that was a very sobering statistic. That's yes, all. it is. That is very. That's almost half of all the homeless that are mentally some, ill. Yes, that's a shame. Anyway, uh, I would agree with that. The updates that I had were Toys R Us's Jeffrey might be back. Yeah, I want to be a Toys R Us kid. Exactly, and we were talking about the bankrupt businesses right after Toys R Us shut down. And the weird thing is, is it's not. it kind of made the former employees mad. Turns out, they're still waiting for their severance pay. Ooh. Totals about $75 million through all their employees. And they still haven't been paid, yet they're trying to make it survival. And they just said Jeffrey was on vacation in this Twitter post, which makes them mad. They're like... I wish I was on vacation, but I haven't been. I've been looking for a job. Well, like, one lady that's been there, uh, she's 60, I think, now. She's been there for 25 years. She was 62 oh, as well. Wow. You know, she's like, what am I going to do? I don't have other prospects. So Who's going to hire a 62-year-old Exactly, and their severance yeah. pay was a week of your pay, like one week's pay. No, it was, sorry, it was two weeks paid if you've been there for the year, and then one extra week of pay for every two years after that you've been there. So you figure that gal that's been there 25 years. She got she a got nice severance weeks. coming, yeah. That 14 weeks, though, really, for 25 years and getting nothing, you get three and a half months vacation of your pay. Eh. That's better than nothing. Oh, I mean, yes, it is, but just, you know. So there was that. And then also, the uh, latest of over two dozen retailers to file Chapter 11, we have Mattress Firm file Chapter 11 this last week. We just bought a mattress off them about a year ago. Yes. Uh, they have more than 200 stores that will close immediately to help restructure. Wow. Uh, now, most of the stores they're closing, I guess, are they, in the last four years, they bought out three other mattress competitors. So a lot of them will be, like, those stores that were close already to a mattress firm. Okay. Or, you know, like, in close right. proximity, they'll close those. That's where most of the closures are coming from, it sounds like. So don't be worried and think that you're not going to have any mattress firms around in a certain state or area. That's usually what, you know, it's mostly where they're going back to restructure. And another problem with theirs is, I guess, Temper Sealy is no longer their preferred mattress there, which used to be their huge partner for years. Yeah. It, they left. They Get left. Out. The, I didn't know that. About a year ago, they left their partnership with Mattress Firm. So now they're, all their salespeople are now having to learn how to like push Soda Simmons, who is their new preferred mattress. But I mean, if you've been there for a long time, you've been selling. Temper Sealy, you know everything about everything them. there is to know, right? So it's kind of hard to swap, you know, and so that affected them. And I guess wow. their parent company is like the South African business uh, place company. I don't know what the hell they're called. It's like fifty-four businesses, and they just had a big security breach a couple years ago. So that kind of also hurt their shares because they're part of it, right? Even though they weren't directly affected in it, they're still. So there's just, like, a lot of things going on. But they're hoping to come back, and it's looking like they might be able to possibly bounce back. It's just hard in a world where, like, you have all these places like Casper Mattress and oh, sure. all these different places. That you, you can could... get a mattress delivered to your front door in a little box now. That's that's what Casper and all does. That, yeah. And that's what's hurting them is places like that, and they have these trial, you know, you can sleep on it for 90 days and send right. it back in a box. You don't have to leave, and it's, it's hurting them. So just kind of an interesting thing to look out for. But that's a those good are one. our updates. So I know... 
a lot of business updates came. I feel like right after we did the business story, but <laughs> I don't I don't mean it for that way. I just want to let y'all know. I mean that I am hearing more about it in the matches from I just found interesting to kind of add on top of. That. No, that was a good. That and then was your a good statistic update. is extremely sobering, and I think puts a really good explanation point on the story that you were trying to tell and right. what you were trying to explain. I think it really punctuates it very very well and kind of lets you know. That you weren't just thinking that you know you had something to back it up. I like that a lot. No, I do. I, I do I, think that there's was, something those were too that I really do. Quite interesting. All right, and you know what? I think we're far enough in. Let's actually get into our stories. Oh yeah, there's that. <laughs> Let's we're get into the actual podcast, podcast part. <laughs> All right. For my first story, I have no more tips. These are 16 restaurant chains that you probably forgot about. But once I mention them, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I'm excited to hear these and see how many of these that I was like, I forgot about. Yeah, myself. there were really two curious. out of the whole 16 I've never heard of. Okay, Only see, two. I'm, I'm really curious to see what these are going to be. First one, Howard Johnson's. Okay. Uh, there's only one. I will admit I kind of forgot about them. Only one left in business as of right now. Really? One Hojo's, baby. They wow. used to be everywhere when I was young. Wow. I can't yes. believe there's just one. That... One left. Number two, Sambo's. <laughs> Sambo's. Sam that was a the... burger place. Like okay, a, okay, okay. A King's, if That's you why will. that name is sounding familiar. I've never so, eaten at one, but I've heard of them. Most of all the Sambo's were bought by Denny's and then turned into Denny's. Trans, yeah. So, they, they went out, but they were bought by their sister company and all, so it's not too bad. Number three, again, is Kenny Rogers. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I have not. I know of Kenny Rogers, the oh, singer. Yes, they were, <laughs> they, they're his, so, yeah. Anyway. I, I know that part. I've eaten I one. They the were good. They're like, um, oh, I'm trying to think of what they were like. Kind of like, uh, what's that one out now? Boston, something that has like potatoes and Boston gravy. Market? Yeah. Okay, it's okay. It's kind of similar to that. Kind of like a diner, but a quicker... Yes, a quicker version of diner. it. How would you explain that? I'm not sure. I know exactly what a Boston market is. Like they weren't they bad, but I, I'm not really sure why they went out. I kind of thought they were pretty good. Anyway, they were all sold to Nathan's Hot Dog. So. Oh, really? That's yes. That's an company to buy <laughs> if they were like a Boston market yes. for Nathan Hot Dogs to buy. They're all Nathan Hot Dogs now. So they have they just went out completely then? Yes, Kenny Rogers is out completely. Okay. Number four, Mini Pearls. I did not. This is one of the ones that Mini I had pearls. not heard of. Mini Pearls. Yeah, obviously country singer Endeavor again, but yeah. <laughs> I had never heard of them or knew what they sold no. or didn't sell. They just, they went complete and total belly up. Oh, well, that's probably no one's ever heard of them, people. Yeah. Hanging <laughs> around. There you go. Number five, All-American Burger. Welcome to All American Burger. Okay. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> Last one closed in 2010. Another place that uses the same exact name appeared in the East here, though, but they're not related, actually. Really? Yes. <laughs> they were a, uh, a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah. They were a West Side Burger Joint, mostly California, and okay. they were, uh, their big claim to fame is they were in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. 
Okay. Yeah, good burger. Okay. So unfortunately, In and Out probably destroyed them. Probably. You don't have to be a chain, but on the West Coast, if you're not a chain, you're In and Out. Like exactly. I mean, they're a chain, but not yeah. nationwide. Number six, White Tower. They were something until White Castle sued them into oblivion. So they're no more. Oh wow. Yeah, they like tried they to exactly open up. White and, Castle, yes, I mean they had they, even their buildings were shaped <laughs> the same. I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> Did you think that would fly somehow? Anyway, well, they're a goner. I'm, I'm confused about the All American Burger that they're not in a. Uh, yes. Unless it is the exact same name. That's kind of weird. The exact same menu. Mm-hmm. Both offering the burger. Okay. Number seven, Planet Hollywood. I've eaten okay. at them several times. I have eaten at Planet Hollywood's now down in Georgia, actually. Yeah. There's only six that remain of these. Wow. That's all that's left. They're going down and down quick. Man. <laughs> Most captains have uh, already jumped ship, too, so. Ooh. Yeah, all the big names that used to own it, not no more. They've huh. gotten out. I haven't even thought of Planet Hollywood in forever, though. You I will really say never the title see of your story is a perfect, Planet Hollywood I hadn't, I hadn't unless you thought you're, about them in forever. Yes, you're like maybe uh, there was a Planet Hollywood down in um, Orlando. I don't know if that's yes. one of them that's left. We would I eat no there a lot. That, yes. Okay. Number eight. This is another one I had not heard of. It's called Baja Fresh. I have heard of Baja Fresh. Okay. Wow. I've never eaten one, but I've heard of them. Most of them were bought out by Wendy's. They lost over 300 restaurants, so oh, they're wow. down to a handful. They're not completely out of the game, though. They're trying they're to just, hang on there. Yeah, they severely yeah. went down in size. Number nine, Big Boy. I used to love ah. eating there. The big giant guy. Yes. That's the only thing I know about Big Boy. Again, I've never eaten at this one either. But I can tell you what the building looks like because I've seen so many pictures of Big Boy. Yes. Uh, less than 150 of them remain. Wow. So, number 10, Tony Rama's. Right. I've never eaten at one, but of course you heard about him because, you know, the quarterback guy. And yeah. It was all in the news. Where I went to the wedding at? Uh-huh. The, it was like... There was the reception hall that we were actually, the wedding was at, and then there was like a little breezeway that you could walk over top. It was connected to the hotel that was like attached to it, and that's where we like got ready, and that's where they had rooms booked out for a good price. In the lobby of the hotel, there was a Tony Rama's. Yes, there's only 13 of those left. Well, one of those is in Dubuque, Iowa. <laughs> you wonder how that how? one made it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that that only right. has 13 left. I'm, I'm, so. I'm like so surprised right now because I was like, well, yeah, I just saw one. I didn't think there was one of 13. Yes, that's one of 13 left in the world, baby. Wow. Number 11, TCBYs. Yes, I, I thought freaking love this place. No, originally there were 1,800. Now there's under 350. That used to be my favorite oh, ice cream place. I love TCBYs, yes. I loved going to these, even more than Baskin Robbins as a kid, mm-hmm. even more than any other. I loved TCBY. TCBY. <laughs> but no, we used to, I can tell you exactly how to get to it from my house where I grew up and all or everything. Yeah. Loved that one. I, so I they'll they probably be out, out soon, actually. I thought they completely went out. I did too. I wonder where they're left at. I don't know. There's 350 uh, under 350 of them left. So I would go check it out if they were near me. Just have TCBY again. <laughs> Rainforest Cafe comes in at number 12. There was a, I, we, I've never eaten at one, but there was a Rainforest Cafe 
also in Orlando. Okay. We uh, were going to eat there once, one. but something came up and we didn't eat there and we went elsewhere, probably to Planet Hollywood. <laughs> uh, quite possibly. So there's only 17 of them ones left. They uh, were big, like, animal-themed, and it looks oh, like yeah, a jungle sure inside the restaurant. All... Yeah. Good. Huh. And number 13, Quiznos. Oh, I loved Quiznos. They're totally bankrupt. None left. There's zero left? Zero. Nope. Bankrupt. Wow. Yeah, Quiznos subs. Remember that? Yeah. They're gone. Oh, man. Number 14, Blimpies. Yes. Another... Same uh, menu style as Quiznos. Yes, I used to eat at Blimpies. Uh, one of my good friends, when I was still in elementary school, I mean, first grade time frame, her mother worked at Blimpies. Mm-hmm. There's less than 250 Blimpies left, so they're going down quick. Ooh. And at number 15 is Chi-Chi's. I used to eat there all the time. Big Mexican restaurant. Yeah, okay. It was awesome food. Okay. Freaking awesome. They went totally bankrupt after it came out that their lettuce caused something. Like some kind of salmonella salmonella and everybody was getting sick. It's very common with produce. Right. And they went bankrupt. Unfortunately, their name is on it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So they were a good place. Me and my mama used to go there a lot. I used to love Chi-Chi's. Love it. And number 16 and the last one, Chalk Full of Nuts. The fun. Do you ever like see it. the coffee? Now, I've never been to, they have uh, uh, coffee houses. Oh, okay. I have Chalk no, Full I've of never... Nuts was a, is a coffee. It's still out at any, like, Giant Eagles, Shop and Saves. They have Chalk Full of Nuts in their, lo- in their coffee aisle. And really? it's pretty good coffee. It's not half bad. Huh. I but had no idea. There's only six of them left. So they're wow. going down okay. even quicker. I guess uh, Starbucks and all kind of made oh, them yeah. history. You have, well, I mean, you have like Starbucks and Dunkin' kind of as your like, right. mainstays. Then you have these other ones that are also pretty popular, Tim Hortons, your caribou's. Mm-hmm. Then you have all these other ones with the K-Cup thing. Well, you have McDonald's produces their own coffee out right. in that. Uh, like, I work at a gas station. We have our own coffee. Right. Everybody has, line. like, their own brand of So, you kind of hurt if you weren't already a big name, like one of the ones mm-hmm. we mentioned. Everybody else kind of put theirs up there, so. Right. I could see where that, uh, that affected them. Huh. Some of them kind of surprised me. I am. I am surprised about a couple of them. I feel like we've kind of turned into, like, the business corner now. Yeah. We've done a lot of business. <laughs> it's interesting. It is. It Again, is. our show. That's so, right, damn it. We can do what the hell we want. It's interesting shit. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Over to my first story is musical mess. I have past lyrics creating problems for certain musicians nowadays. Uh, if you noticed, it was about a week or two ago now, Paramore was doing a concert in Nashville. And she announced that for that this would be the last time they play this song in a long time. And that song is Misery Business. The song everybody knows. Their, you know, big part of their stage presence, they always had a fan come up and sing it with them. And I guess the reason why is because she felt like that was written by a 17-year-old girl uh, from a 17-year-old perspective who was narrow-minded, and now she's a 26-year-old woman that she doesn't relate to and hasn't related to in a very long time. Right. Solely because there's a line in there that says, once a whore, you're nothing more. I'm sorry, that'll never change. So with... 
everything coming up now with slut shaming and right. all that becoming such a big issue. The whole hashtag Me Too. Exactly. Movement. I guess that in the past couple of years of her shows and her live shows, she's just skipped over the line. Uh, and just not saying the line. And now she's moving away from the song in general. I kind of, I, I kind of got to give her props for having oh, yes. guts to take out such a important song. You know, to her presence. And then a couple days after that, uh, a very different conversation kind of took up uh, between uh, Yahoo and Guns N' Roses guitarist Slash. Because obviously their band has some sexist lyrics uh, that would come up. And it, it, basically the question was phrased, you know, how is their catalog aged? Did it age well? You know, how does that, sure. how does that affect you now? Uh, well, I mean, some of the songs are 30 years old now. Right. At this point, it's a whole different different group of people that are out there listening to it. And he thought, he said, I never thought of that. I've ne- it never, It's never crossed my mind. I mean, when I think Me Too thing really blew up, the thought crossed my mind. A bunch of musicians, not particular ones, but just musicians. But for the most part, as far as all the ones I know, it wasn't like that. We didn't have that particular relationship with girls. It was a lot more the other way around in some cases. Anyway, so some of the songs and all were sort of sexist in their own way, but not to be taken seriously. I don't think they were malicious or anything. No, so I'm, he kind I'm of took a different stance, also a stance on right, it, though, saying right. that it aged differently, but saying that I don't think I should have to change them, per se, that you know they're not... I guess you know, not meant for this time type thing. I'm or, trying to like uh, a different a different stance at it, which was another interesting thought. I'm trying to play Sweet Child of Mine. That came out in '88. Well, I mean, so I'm trying to like play it in my head and think if there's anything that it's definitely a gross understatement when you say you know, a sort of sexist. I mean, he has songs like "Used to Love Her," which was straight up telling you know a dude who married his chick because she complained too much. Or you have Rocket Queen, which includes actual sex recordings of lead singer Axl Rose having intercourse with the drummer's girlfriend. Uh, it's so easy. It's so easy. Offers the line, "Turn around, bitch. I gotta use you. Besides, you ain't got nothing better to do, and I'm bored." So I mean, there's okay. definitely, you know, sort of is definitely understatement. Uh, it just it definitely brought up some thoughts. I guess are the big things there, and should artists re-record and publish prior songs i mean if you look at as much as i don't like kanye west he did a really interesting thing with his, uh i think it was his last album but he like released it and he was still working on it he like released it and kept tweaking it he would change like track orders he added whole songs to it like he was I'm still so like sure he released like uh, he released it was a whole album it wasn't like you got half an album and he you know right. finished it but he like was still working on it and I thought it was weird, but then he did make a good quote. Uh, he says, we're artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to find it. It says, art is never finished. It's just abandoned. So it's it was an interesting, like I said, I don't like Kanye West. He drives me crazy. However, I thought that was kind of interesting. And then he brought a very good phrase with it. You know, artists is you know, never over. It's just abandoned. Yeah, so it I is his masterpiece. I so I guess he has I the right I just kept working to... on it and trying to make it even better. Right. And this, obviously it's easier nowadays. The physical copies you can't change. But right. everything is so virtual. You could you could honestly change without really without, seeing yeah, much affecting, ripple. right, yeah. Just the physical copies would be affected. Which, I, anyway, but 
the point arose, you know, should they be able to re-record or re-release certain songs that they feel haven't aged well or, you know, might have implications that aren't what were intended at first or like how uh, Haley Williams was saying, you know, that was a narrow-minded 17-year-old angry at the world. Oh, sure. I'm a 26-year-old woman. That's wrong. Yeah. So, like, do you think, what, what do you think about that? Part of me is good. I mean, but taking into point Kanye uh, saying that it was like artwork, you're never really done. At that time that they recorded the song or did the lyrics, it was important then. So, like anything, I guess it goes in and out of style, so to speak. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, some things that may be offensive now from an older song weren't really that offensive then because times were different. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would definitely agree with that. Like, there's, uh, I always think of, you know, the oldies, uh, Wake Up Little Susie? Oh, yeah. They wouldn't play that on the radio. They would not play that song because he was, the song is in reference to they went to a movie and fell asleep in the movie theater and she was going to go home late. Wake up, little Little Susie, wake up. up. So they wouldn't play it on the radio because it was inappropriate for a woman to fall asleep, you know, on a date. So, and I'm just thinking, you know, now you hear it and you're, yeah, giggle at the song. Yeah. But at that point time it was a big point to be made that so you know times change yeah times change music changes life's about change nothing ever stays oh, wow. the same you don't have a voice for singing <laughs> somewhere martina mcbride is plugging her ears so do you think like if they can grow as an artist like I'm using Haley Williams as an example because it was such a big song, mm-hmm. and it's such a big band, you know, and all around it. And it's she grew up almost ten years ago, well nine, but we'll say right. ten years. Can their songs grow up? Like, do you think we should be able to re-record those songs, or do you think they should just? If she so desires, they're her masterpiece. If she wants to go in and so switch things up, so you think that, that should be a thing now? These older songs that. I don't think it's just like I mean, but there's some songs on there like old songs like Guns N' Roses has some of those old songs that are like. What do you do with that? Like, where they like you know, it's up to the the artist if they want to rebuild and redo, then let them. And some songs, like some of the things Slash has, you know, played guitar to or whatever. You're not going to be able to change those with a few lyrics. You know what I'm saying? No. And I was actually thinking there's a Nickelback song out there called Sex. And it goes, Sex, yes, is always the answer. Because don't ask the question because the answer is yes. And I'm like, you can't change that song here. Right. Like, there's no one line that's going to make that all better. So it's just, I, it brought a very interesting point. And I was curious to see what you thought. And I want to know what y'all think as well, listening. Yeah. No, I I think they should have. Because it did bring to light. It makes you think that, wow, there are some lyrics out there that really need changed from the times that, you know, are inappropriate. But is that a thing or is it just. There was a 60 song. Something about when you slapped me, it felt like a kiss. There's a song out. It was in the. middle to late 60s and a, a woman sings it I can't even remember what who sings it but it was when you slapped me it felt like a kiss 
It was like her interpretation of love was when he hit her, that's because he loved her that much. And could you see that song coming out today? Oh, wow. Wow, that is... Yeah, you know what I mean? Just interesting thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was... A, I, I don't know. It, it made me think. I read the article through it. It just made me think. You know, does, does it ruin an artist or does it not? Or does it help? Or does it... Do they change? Do they not? You know, like, what, what do you do? I don't know. It's a, it's a very, I like that story. Because part of me also thinks that you should just leave it the way it is because for whatever point in time, appropriate or not, if you grow, shouldn't your songs be able to grow? Well, then release, and part of me is like, well, release new songs that show you growing. Right. I mean, that's, that's part of your timeline. So part mm-hmm. of history, good, bad, or different. Part of being a musician, If something yeah. happens to you horrific, if it's a horrific life event, you don't, just erase it. It's still part of you. It's part of who made you. Right. My father had a house fire when he was a young teen. Mm-hmm. It's not like you go and erase that or whatever, but that's part of him. It's not the good history, but it's still part of who made him grow. That made him grow in a certain way. Sure. So maybe these songs, you know, as you grow up in 10 years and you grow in a certain way, maybe that's part of the reason why. It's just bad. But at the same time, why can't you change your art? It's your art. Yeah, it's your you masterpiece. So I, I just so see both sides. Yeah. And it's so interesting. I liked it. Good story. Very yes. good story. All right. Well, before we get into the second stories here, let's go into our package thoughts. And I, yes, I have yes, definitely yes. missed this over the last couple weeks. This is my favorite. Last couple weeks, last week and a half. But I, it just feels so long. It does feel like <laughs> it's been a lot longer. So let's try yeah, something yes. that I just never tried before out of the package. And get fat, tell your overrated opinions, and yeah, listen if you want. No, Today, please listen to me, listeners. Don't, don't turn us off. <laughs> Today, we've got some M&M seasonal ones. We've got pumpkin pie M&M and candy corn M&M. Ooh, interesting. To try. I'm wondering if these are going to be good or if they're just going to be too sweet. That's what I, that's like Sometimes, my first concern yes. is if they're just going to be too sweet or if they are actually going to have a good flavor. I'm going to try and the pumpkin also, pie first. I'm not going to get on, I'm just going to let y'all know right now, all of you on this band war, uh, wagon of candy corn is trash, go fuck yourself. I oh, I agree, corn. man. Candy corn rocks. I, I saw oh. you know, candy corn is trash. I'm like, no, it's not. I'll fight for it. Oh, I think you're going to be delighted with the pumpkin pie. Kind yes. of sweet at the ending, but very pumpkin pie-ish. It does have a sweet aftertaste, like a white chocolate. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell there's white chocolate in there. That being said, as sweet as white chocolate is, there is definitely, like, that pumpkin pie seasoning and that nutmeg mm-hmm. that you taste. Nutmeg it. and cinnamon, oh, mm. So it actually was not bad. No, that was pretty good. Interesting. I'm wondering how this candy corn's going to be now. It's got me kind of hyped up. The first one was good. There are 11 standard flavors and, of course, a whole slew of seasonal ones. It's actually not terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but it's actually not bad. No, it's kind it's of bad at all. a white, orange. Yeah. Yeah, almost like a creamsicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it is almost creamsicle-ish. Not too bad. No, that wasn't bad at all. I was, mm. I was really worried that those were going to be super sweet. I was too, yes. So. But they actually turned out to be very good. Kind of get a toothache with one of them. Yes, they were actually both good. There are 400 million M&Ms produced every day. Damn. That's a lot of M&Ms. I could probably eat lots of them. 
I mean, 400 million. Do you know how many? 400 million. Even M&Ms, little M&Ms, 400 million of them. The M's on the M&Ms represent a Mr. Mars and son. He was a uh, president of Hershey at one time. Okay. I always wonder what the M&Ms were. I, I, I assume Mars and his child. Name, but like, I don't know. I just, M&M's. And M&M's were originally made just for the army. Actually, you know what? I did know that because that's the whole thing is you mm-hmm. melt in your mouth and not, not in your, your hands. They were made because they wouldn't melt in, you know, in, in like a little right, uh, like an MRE or anything like that. And they could still have something sweet from back home, and it was a chocolate from Hershey. Still have like you know, a have that or Mars, you know, that back home. That was, that was good. Uh, I kind of liked those. If you get a chance, I'd try. Yeah, I was honestly impressed. I mean, they weren't my favorite thing we've tried ever, but no, they were no. really good still. I was actually impressed. They're huh. not bad. Not bad at all. Okay, that was a good one. Yeah, good job, Eminem. <laughs> Where you go, Eminem? Okay. My next story, number two, is Oh, Canada. Did you like I did that? That's good. Okay. Anyway, there's a (laughs) why the Americans. Why? Oh, sorry. Why Americans should move to Canada? Go north, young man. North. Okay. Number one reason why Americans should move to Canada: the politics are quieter, less sensational. I think that's <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that can be said of just about everywhere in the world at this point. Yeah, with the exception of a couple Middle Eastern countries and yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> number two. They border... did have a mayor that was you know smoking crack, so that's also true. Too quiet. That's right, man. That dude was on all kinds of the shit. Toronto Big mayor. fat guy. Yes. Yeah. He's like a Chris Christie lookalike, man. Yeah, how you have a big fat guy on crack? I don't know. Something messed up there. Mm. Uh, you don't say. I'm here on crack. That's not messed up. No, no. <laughs> Just that he was overweight. Number two. <laughs> the borders are more open. Rather than refugees, they're more open to immigrants. I'm trying to decipher that in my head. What do you mean? More... Rather than refugees, they're open to immigrants. Well, immigrants is you're immigrating into that country. A refugee is you're seeking refuge in that country. Uh, okay, because your country is you're not trying to immigrate in the normal had been fashion. Fallen hard times. You, okay. there's something out for your life and for your safety. You're trying to seek refuge in another country, and it could be for any one of the reasons. You're trying to seek refuge, okay. or you're an immigrant. You're trying to immigrate and be part of. You trying to become a citizen of that country. I heard it want. was quite easy too to become a citizen of Canada. Is it? I don't know. I mean, I'm a proud American. I just hear that it is. I'm a proud American, but I know damn right well it's not easy for uh, to become an American. No. The melting pot of the world is a pain in the ass to try to become an American. Number three, they have a cross-country train, and it is affordable. Really? It'll go from one side of Canada all the way to the other. Wow. At affordable prices. So you can go from cold to colder. Well, yes. <laughs> from kind of chilly to damn. Okay, number four, healthcare. Not free, but funded healthcare. 
Yeah. So you get the best of both worlds if you ask me when it's like that. I would agree with that, actually. It's, it's a nice middle ground. Yes. Number five, their money. Their bills are made of polymer, so they will never tear. So you don't have to go around taping your bills anymore. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why Americans haven't. I don't know why they haven't upgraded already. I first had that question when I worked with a couple Romanians and the Romanian lay. Mm -hmm. You can't tear it. It's physically impossible to tear. Not hard, not difficult. Physically impossible. You cannot tear it with See, why wouldn't they do that to the dollar bill? And you cannot burn it the way it's made. It feels so weird and almost feels fake, but it's super durable against anything. And I was like, huh. That's kind of cool people do that yeah like not just america, shape up america i've been through many currencies and very few currencies are like that and i'm like why wouldn't everybody's currency be like this and everywhere why is there like three countries and it's like that and everybody else is behind <laughs> and the last the reason world. to move to canada they are on on their way to legalizing marijuana throughout it yep 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 so you know if you're Tired of being an American. Go north, young man. I kind of like it, so I'm going to stick here. But, you know, yeah, Canada's I, cool I, to I, visit. I've been there several times. I've never. I've always wanted to visit Canada. I have never been there. Visit. It's a very nice place I visited to visit. so much in the world, and I've never been in Canada. And that just seems so weird to me because I'm like, I have visited, that's the one closest to where I've lived, but yeah, I have I have there. visited the American parts, and I've also went and visited the uh, French pinky parts. Okay. All very nice, actually. I must say. I would. I wouldn't mind. If Canada. had you not crossed the border, you probably wouldn't be able to tell a difference. If you ask well, me, well, I mean, but you figure landscape-wise, it is very similar. It's not. You know, I mean, it's still in North I, America. But see, the second you hit, no offense, Mexico, you know, you ain't in the U.S. no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do you have a hairball or <laughs> what the fuck's going on? <laughs> If I was to leave America, I'd go north, not south. I'm just saying. North is cold. South is not. Yeah, but south is Mexico. North is not. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like it. I did not like I I mean, no offense to any of you out there. If you listen to our podcast and you're from Mexico, I apologize. But you also only went to one part. That's right, and it was a border town, so it may have been, you know what I mean? Again, I have not, it's not like I've been to more Mexico than that either. I've never been to, like, you know, the beaches and stuff, you are correct. But I have heard that once you get past the border towns, there are some nights. Now, there are still some states that are very scary in Mexico, Mm -hmm. even past the border towns. But I've heard that once you kind of get south of them, you can find quite a few areas that are back to nice, what you would want. Again, I've never visited... Any, so I don't know. I don't. I, I can't tell you for certain. Get it? That's what I've heard from people that visit more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, over to my second story, and unfortunately, this one's going to make you angry. I know it is. It is Duncan Booth. The Jeremy. I'm going to butcher this last name. I I suck with last names. I don't know why I keep adding them in here. Jeremy Dutrensny. Nailed it. Uh, sure. I have no idea. Who doesn't have a, uh, a stable address and sleeps outside most nights. Stopped in a Dunkin' Donuts in Syracuse, New York, uh, which he had done many times before, uh, to go warm up some and charge his phone. 
He was doing so so he could call his mother and tell her good night, which he does every single evening. He had put his head down for a minute while he was waiting for his phone to charge up enough to actually use it. He was just kind of waiting there. And a co-worker, or a co-worker, a worker at that establishment came over and dumped water on his head. And here's what amazes me. This guy, he stated that the worker probably had some personal problems of his own and needed someone to talk to and took it out on someone like me. Like, wasn't even angry, you know what I mean? Just was like, well, he was probably having his own personal issues. And he simply got up and grabbed his stuff and left. He didn't cause a scene. He didn't do anything. You know, and, and he had no, he had every reason to. And the worker laughed the entire time while another worker taped it. And the way it looked in the, work, or in the video was that there was no other, there was nobody else in the establishment. It was about 8.30 at night. And neither the Duncan or franchise owners, which is the Wallet Group, have responded in any way, shape, or fashion. They responded to this uh, horrible thing that happened. And Jeremy says that the other workers have always been super nice to him, and they've even given him a drink or given him food before. So, like in this entire thing, this guy is still like, "Oh, you know, he was just he was just having a bad day." You know, everybody else there is nice. I, and, and My heart people, is literally people, hurting for this man. Yes, and there are people going and protest, you know, trying to like homeless advocates trying to protest Dunkin' Donuts because they haven't responded, you know, and, and they're saying, you know, just as a brand of the whole. Uh, there's a gentleman who actually runs a homeless shelter just down the road uh, from where this Dunkin' is located. He runs, you know, a big one in Syracuse, and it's called We Rise Above the Streets. And he went to Dunkin' that morning to the next morning to confront the manager and he also led a protest of about 20 people around lunchtime and they still got zero answers or comments from the owner manager of that Dunkin Donuts from the uh, franchise group any of it it. so many people see homeless people as less than and part of the and that just sickens me to no end And the reason why I was saying with your update earlier that it kind of hit home because it matches into one of my stories I was going to talk about. And I know this doesn't play too much into the story of what we're going after. We're going after the meat of the story of not a background, but more so of what happened. You know, the the workers pouring, you know, water on someone's head and laughing. That's the the point of our story. That's where the opinions are going to come out. That's where the anger is going to come out. And that's where we want to focus mostly. I do want to bring up a little bit of background on this guy, which I don't usually do. But the reason being is because it fits so well into what you were talking about earlier. Now, Jeremy suffers from schizophrenia. And it's, like we were saying, his struggle is not uncommon for someone who is homeless that also, you know, deals with mental illness. I mean, it's, like we were talking about earlier, it's a third of the people who are homeless struggle with some form. Uh, but he's not interested in living inside, and he likes to be alone. He even stated the only time I like to talk to people is when I talk to my family, which is why he calls his mother every night and wishes her good or every evening and wishes her good night. Um, his mother said auction was cut off to his brain when he was born, which is where like everything kind of stemmed from. Mm-hmm. That there was a complication there and that left him with some mental and physical struggles because he also has epilepsy and a learning disability on top of schizophrenia, and that all kind of started with the complications at birth and just kind of you know, you know when you're first born that couple seconds of no oxygen really is crucial right then so 
And when he was two, his father was in a motorcycle accident that left him in a coma for 12 years. And then when he was 14, his father passed away at the nursing home that he was at. So he dealt with that. Uh, he liked concept art and scenery, and he wanted to be an artist when he grew up. Grew up. Uh, he liked pencil, not ink and paint, but he gave up on that dream. He dropped out of high school, and ever since then, he's kind of struggled to stay off the streets. He was bullied and pick on in school. Uh, I mean, it's just, like, his whole whole background is just, it's sad to see. And I know you're probably thinking, well, why doesn't he stay with his family? Why doesn't his family help him? You know, in this story, we're talking about his aunt, we're talking about his mom. Uh, it's simply because he won't stay there. He likes to be outside. He will openly say he'd rather sleep on the street. Like, the, when, right after the story happened, and, you know, he had all these interviews, he was actually at his aunt's house at that point in the afternoon and spent the night previous there. Uh, and then he was planning on not staying the night that night. He was going to go back to the streets because he felt more comfortable there. He liked to be outside. This uh, person that dumped the water on him, was he a I would say of teenage. Age. I don't know. I cannot find any information about the employees themselves. I got a lot of information. I have a picture of Jeremy. I, I, you know, I found about all all about him, about his family, you know, his Karen, you know, his history. I cannot find anything about the employees as far as you know their look. I, cause I, I the would video just itself. like to ask the person who dumped. I couldn't find the video, so I don't know who, right. you know, any of the demographics of the person that did it or the person that taped it. I just know that it was a Duncan employee and it appeared that there was no one else in the in the facility. And I do know this, that there's been no comment back. And that is what drives me crazy. They can't even man up and answer. They can't even man themselves. up and apologize to this poor guy. Yes. And he isn't even mad. It's everybody no. else that's mad for him. For him, for right. Him. He is just sitting there going, well, he was probably having a bad day. He just needs to take it on something that happened to me. That just They're breaks usually really nice my heart. To me. Like, how could you do that to somebody? I just don't get it. I remember when that video was going around of those guys who were videotaping the one gentleman and laughing, I think he was committing suicide or something in the water. No way. Yeah. I, I just... Oh my goodness. What have some people become? Where is your humanity? That's what I'm saying. Just... How the, what the fuck is wrong with you to want to do that to another human being? How do you feel good about that? How do you laugh? How do you... How do you go to sleep at night? That's what I'm saying. I don't... I don't get where you feel any goodness out of that. You know what I mean? It's not funny. It's not cute. It's not... I don't get where there's any any good part on that whatsoever. I, it is beyond me. It drives me so crazy. It makes me so, so angry. They just seen him... And instead of getting to know anything about this gentleman, they seen him instantly in their heads decided he was less of a person than themselves and chose to make him a butt of a joke. That's it's uh, absolutely horrendous. Somewhere and I know I gave you the premise that it was, it's a story that was going to make you angry and sad, and I am sorry, but I just, I had to share it because it just... It, it, it meant so much to me reading this story and it, you know it hit so so personally to me I just had to I had to share that one this week 
part of me hopes that the person who threw the water on him was of a younger age, only so they could learn from this, perhaps. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, why are people outraged? And then learn why and see where you were so wrong to do what you did. Yes. I'm just saying. Somebody needs a talking to. All right, and that's why we have Mama Brain on the side. <laughs> the, that just broke came out right my there. heart. They really I'm did. A, I'm a whip that ash. <laughs> well, somebody need a talking to around here, boy. <laughs> my heart is broke. That's all I'm going to say. All right, we're on our last clips. I got a good one. It'll cheer us up a little after that little awesome. We need something. Heart I know that was our. I didn't want to end with it. I didn't want to start with it. I just figured I'll throw it in the middle. So hopefully we can sandwich it with happier things, more smiley things. <laughs> I'm gonna start putting freaking tissues on the table. Okay, unicorns and poop. No, my uh, uh, story is a penguin kidnap. Yes, baby. This is an awesome story. This makes me smile just thinking about it. (laughs) Gay penguin couple kidnaps baby chick. Yes, sir. A gay penguin couple wanted a chick of their own, so they chick-napped an unwatched little chick. Are you serious? Yes, this is for real, folks. No joke. Okay. The chick's mother went for her daily bath in the pool at the Denmark Zoo. Now oh, this, this happened in a zoo. Even. Yes. It wasn't even. Oh my goodness! And the, I thought maybe it was in because I mean, had like uh, uh, yes. hundreds. So the, this is a zoo. This is even fewer. And typical, Daddy was supposed to stay with the chick, but Daddy wandered off, got distracted. Just gonna say that out there, Daddies. And when he wandered off, the Are you telling me that if I ever I don't watch my child when my wife's away, I will come in and beat the uh, piss out of you. Still, him? <laughs> what's happening? The gay penguin couple saw penguin their couple. chance, and they took the little chick. Well, eventually, Mama came back from her swim, noticed Daddy not around. Stupid Daddy ass penguin. She found Daddy. They searched the enclosure for their little chick. Couldn't find them. And they searched again. And they finally find their baby chick under the feet of the gay penguin couple. (laughs) (laughs) So they got a little irate. You know. Slight fight ensued. Yes, mom was like, bitch, what you doing? And the gay couple was like, bitch, what? I ain't got nothing. And they was like, that's my chick. That ain't your chick. That's my chick. I found it. Anyway, a fight broke out. The zookeepers had to get involved because the fight got a little intense. A little penguin fight. They're little flappers. (laughs) Could you see that? That would be great. Wouldn't that be awesome? Slide. Slide. Anyway. This sounds like a made-up movie right now. I know. They have it all on camera. Give us a camera inside the enclosure. Please say they have this online so I can watch it. I don't know. I hope so. They returned the chick to his parents, which naturally pissed off the other couple that stole it fair and square. But they eventually gave a penguin egg that was left by an unfit penguin parent 
to the gay couple so that they could have their own chick. There is, that was the last of it. And I have will keep you updated on this on how that, that couple is, is doing I with their have, egg. We can't have our own kid. Oh, well, oh, we're, we're gonna, gonna get, get a kid. kid. Oh wow! I'll get you. You want a boy? You want and boy or girl? You know they were probably arguing. No, Ben, this is not the wild. They're gonna notice. Like it's not that big yet. We can't just like. Go I'm telling you, Phil. I'm going to get us a kid. If that's what you idea. want, nothing is too good for my man. If you want a chick, I'm going to get you a chick. I've been watching Jill and James over there. And they always leave the chick on it. I got this. I'm telling you, I can get us a kid. <laughs> I can just see that mama walking over there all looking frantic. And then she sees her chick and she's like, oh, no. And she just waddles on over there and starts flapping with her, slapping with her flippers. And that oh, poor couple's man. like, no, don't take my baby. Give me that baby, you are all from hell. Oh, my goodness. I knew the Raising Arizona quote was going to come in there. Oh, That was a good story. That was an awesome story. That was a great pick-me-up. Yes. That was yes. worth it. That was a good thing. And I just love how the zookeepers gave them a egg that had been yeah, abandoned by another So they would have happened in the wild on a yes. right side. They actually did get... So they get a chick. So I'm going to have want. to keep looking up that story oh, that and awesome. seeing if they're, you know, taken to the egg and the ha- however penguins... How do you break up a penguin fight? Um, I'm not really sure. Also, how <laughs> boys, offensive- boys, that's enough. Also, how offensive am I allowed to get on the podcast. Because <laughs> I'm also imagining there's a clip of, it was the Jerry Springer show, go figure, of these two, these two little people who were fighting over this girl. And they were fighting. And I remember just watching the bouncers. They kind of like, walk like penguins. <laughs> That's rude. I was just watching the bouncers the way they were straight up. And I imagine the penguins had to be so... They had to be separated. Oh, that was awesome. I like that, that story. story. I really did. Uh, over to my last clip of the day, it's the Banksy bomb. Obviously, we know the artist Banksy, the anonymous mm-hmm. graffiti art- artist. In Very the- interesting character. Yes. Very. It's an anonymous British graffiti artist. He's just, if you don't know him, look so- him up. Fascinating. He's known for his pranks and mm-hmm. his weird methods, and just he's, he's very he's a very interesting character to study. Yes, very truly, truly is eccentric to the extreme. Yes. Well, it just got even crazier. <laughs> Obviously, he's already known for his stunts. Everybody mm-hmm. kind of is weary to begin with. Well, one of his pieces went up for auction, and it was an image of. Girl with red balloon, and it is a, a actually a very pretty picture. I mean, I, I did get to see it. Like I said, it really is a pretty picture. It is. It's simplistic. It's nice. Well, it went up and it sold. Sold for a lot of money. Actually, sold for one point four million dollars. His name is out there now. It is. And then moments, not time after. I mean, literally seconds. After the gavel hit, saying that it was sold for $1.4 million, the painting started to self-destruct. And it was actually 
It was destroyed via a parent shredder that was installed in the picture frame. And they have like little clips of where you see it like slowly just getting shredded out of the bottom of the picture frame. Awesome. Destroyed. So they, they don't know how it was started. Obviously, it wasn't any of the auctioneers or anything like that. Right. They're assuming it was a remote of some sort that he must have had. Mm-hmm. Well, he's known to do this, though. So, he's done tons of other weird exactly. things. So, the and the $1.4 million actually tied his record from 2008 for highest price of a picture sold. One of his pictures. He summed it up on his Instagram with posting a picture of the stunned onlookers. And he captioned it with, going, going, gone. gone. That's all the caption said. And he just had a picture of the stun that's, you know, being half-shredded. And the senior director of contemporary art at, this, uh, at the place where the auction was held at simply stated, it appears we just got banksied. That's yep. all he could say. It appears we just got banksied. Yeah. Like, what else do you say to that, hey, Paul? Good if one. you have not, if you don't know who we're speaking of, I advise you to look look up this person and read about them. It is Very interesting. Person. I am waiting for a book so bad. Yeah, he is very fascinating. He oh, does have great art. Yes. I'm not much of an art person. No, no. I never have been He's got music. talent. Like, when it comes to art for me, it's all in music. It's all musically, like, centered for me. That's just where, that's the kind of art I like. Mm-hmm. I admire it more. I understand, not admire it more, but I understand it more to admire it. But I will say I actually do like his pictures as well. Yeah, he's got some beautiful never, work out there. I will never understand the $1.4 million for a picture. I know it's worth it. I'm not trying yes. to argue that it's not. Me, personally, I you don't just, understand, yes, I understand. as much to see, like, why would you spend that much? That being said, I can see spending that much dealing with something music-related because I understand it's being like, oh, it's worth it because right. this, this, this. I don't understand to me. It's a girl with red balloons. It's a really nice drawing. I don't understand why it's $1.4 I, I get there's more to it. But... I do. I will say he has good art. He's just such a fascinating character. Oh, he's amazing. Simply amazing. I am happy that we are back on our normal schedule. Recording a podcast again. Yes, And I'm going to be really happy until it comes down to me having to edit this shit and get back onto that schedule as well. Yes. You know, there's that. Uh, If you see some penguins fighting, break it up. Yeah, try, try your best to break up any penguin fight. Let us know what you think about some of the stories. Like, I'm especially interested, like I was saying, music. It fascinates me. I love music. Let us know what you think about the music story. Yes, that's interesting. I'm so just... Uh, brought, I see both I, sides I could, of the I could, coin. I can argue both sides. I'm just like, wow. Mm-hmm. I yes, never definitely. thought about it from either side, but I can argue both sides. No, that's, it's a good one. It's a goodie. Yes, yes it is. Make sure you go, like we were saying earlier, over our social media. Please, mm-hmm. chat us up this week. I yep, want to have yep, some conversations yep. with y'all. I really do. Speak it freely. I know we have consistent listeners. I see the charts. I know how many of you consistently listen out there. I want to see some chat going on. I want to have some conversation. I want to know what you think. Get on to Travis about drinking a spotted cow. Hey, I highly suggest, again, <laughs> if you're ever there, we're finished with it now. It's been an hour. I'm sorry. It's... And that lasts a while for me for a beer. Super good, though. Go ahead, try it out. Hit us up on Facebook. 
hit us up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Give us our reaction. I do post the links in the description below this podcast where we downloaded it from. It will be there. Dun, we are dun, on dun, Spotify. Dun. Make sure you go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and a comment. I don't yep, care yep. what the hell you say in that comment, but comment. It helps. Mama Brin left you. That's... Say comment that was creepy as fuck. <laughs> comment about your nightmares that you are going to have in the upcoming nights now by hearing that. Because it's October, it's horror movie season, and there yes. we go. And I am so freddied up. I'm so excited because this month, I don't know if you kind of picked on to what we were doing with the seasonal M&Ms earlier with our package thoughts. We did Pumpkin High and the Candy Corn one. We actually have... Three more when or three more podcasts that come out in the month of October. Mm-hmm. And I know we didn't do it the first one, but our first one was different. We had a special treat because we had a special guest for October first when it came out, and most months don't have five, so that one's a little different. But from here and all the way to the end to our last one, I think it's October thirtieth. I want to say it's last Wednesday in October. Yes, um, sir. You are correct, sir. We will have something like something themed yes as a food something ottomanish everything is going to be you know candy corn or pumpkin or caramel apple related apple cider some goose it is we are gonna go basic bitch mm-hmm. get onto this pumpkin spice life and other eat a couple flavors, candy, like candy apples and caramel apples and oh, stuff like take that take a hayride but We've no. had to escape. So I'm excited because that'll be the first time since we started Package Thoughts. We've kind of done a, like, a special series yes. of it. But this month, are, they're all going to have a theme this month. It's all going to be different. Like like I said, not necessarily pumpkin, but I know we have a caramel apple thing coming up. Mm-hmm. I know we, we have some candy corn today. We all fallish. We got it all planned out. And I'm excited to try all these things because they all sound really good, actually. Yeah. I mean, I'm really excited for next week's. And there's another one that coming down the road that I'm really excited for. I think that might actually be the the capstone one on the 30th, if I'm not mistaken. So <laughs> go ahead. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. I know we're a couple minutes on and all, but not too much longer. I'm no, sorry. Oh, we it's fun to, to be talk. back. Yeah, we were ready to talk, man. I'm feeling yeah. good again. We had that extra couple of days, so and we actually got a night's sleep. I usually don't get a night's sleep during the podcast. So I mean, I got like I, I at least got one night's sleep. It was fun. Yes. I don't know what it feels like, and it was have so much energy. Thank you again so much for listening. I don't want to get too repetitive, mm-hmm. but I am excited for the rest of this package thoughts coming up this month. Mm-hmm. Join us next week for episode seventeen. Episode sixteen, you kicked ass. Yeah, we yeah. love you. You are a sweet sixteen. You know what I didn't do? Your numbers. I didn't. I have them written down at all. <gasps> Well, we'll I just have, have to do them here research. at the end. What's your numbers, baby? I can't believe I forgot that part. We got so caught up in catching up. I know. On a normal, like, I was like, oh, right, I missed this. We have updates. We have multiple. <laughs> I completely forgot about the like the first part of the damn episode. Oops. How homegrown can we get that we can't even keep our, our order of events correct? Well, sweet Oops. 16. Um, <laughs> It's the minimum age one can leave school in most states and Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the age with the parental consent that you can get an adult 10-year-long passport. Oh. There are 16 pawns in a chest set and 16 pieces for either side. 16 kingdoms in Chinese history, which were very short-lived, I think, from like 340 to 440 AD. Like, very short-lived because they try to separate, trying to try to separate into all these different like right. states and kingdoms, and they realized that they needed everyone. So, but it's in a really big part of Chinese history. 
There are 16 petals on the Imperial Seal of Japan. Oh. And if you are so in love with this episode, because it's number 16, and if you're so in love with the number 16, you can actually move yourself to 16, which is a city in Kentucky and a city in Montana. Ah! There is 16 Kentucky and 16 Montana. 16 they are real cities. candles. But sweet 16. I can't I like it. about that until the very end. Oh, Man. I like it. And and go watch 16 Candles with Molly Ringbottom. Yeah, yeah, Green Day has a song out called 16, too, so. There you go. There's some good 16s out there. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Remember, we are huge pet pet lovers here. Yep, yep, I will tell you this. While I was gone at the wedding up in Milwaukee, the thing I missed the most, me and my wife, is our pets. Besides his mama. The thing me and my wife missed <laughs> the most was our pets. And with that being said, control the pet population. Stay neuter them. Also... You might want to do that with some of your relatives. Most of the relatives. And possibly. Except your mama. I can't remember how it would work.